Today, we're going inside the brain of one of the richest and most successful entrepreneurs of our lifetime, Bill Gates. And we're extracting the lessons we can apply to our own lives to become better, wealthier, and more successful. So sit tight and make sure you're subscribed to this channel for more videos just like this. In this video, you're going to see the future. Mr. Bill Gates. Forbes magazine calls Gates America's richest person. $6.3 billion. He's worth $40 billion. $100 billion. Now, if you've got three hours to learn about how Bill Gates is tackling some very large world issues, I highly recommend watching the whole of Netflix's docu-series Inside Bill's Brain. It really is interesting, but I get it, you're busy, and right now you might be more interested in the lessons from Bill Gates we can actually apply to our own lives. And so that's what this video is, a summary of the best self-improvement takeaways from the Bill Gates docu-series in just a few minutes. And part one is all about priorities. Is he on time? He is on time to the minute, every single meeting without fail. Time is the one commodity that he can't buy more of. It's a limited resource, it's finite. He's got the same 24 hours in a day that the rest of us have. And before we get fully into this list, I think this is an important reminder that every single person gets the same 24 hours every day, yet some people achieve so much more with it. But of course, it's all down to what we choose to prioritize. You have to pick a pretty finite number of things to tell your mind to work on. You have to decide. What should you care about? A recurring theme of analyzing successful people is that they tripled down on one thing they were great at. You make a lot more money being a master of one than a jack of all trades, meaning we all need some mental minimalism of narrowing our focus only to the things most important to us and finding ways to eliminate the rest. Here's Bill's own take on it. A key advantage I had was being fanatical, that is taking all my capabilities day and night and just focusing on, okay, how do you write good software? I loved being fanatic. Eventually I reveled in it. I didn't believe in weekends. I, I didn't believe in vacation. I think this is an important point to stress as people get into entrepreneurship because they don't like working a job, yeah. Being a successful entrepreneur can feel like having two jobs. It's normally way more work, but if you can find something you can be fanatical about that you genuinely love and don't mind spending so much time on, that's when you can achieve some incredible things, and that's what Bill did. The long hours I work, no, they're not for everybody. I don't, don't try and impose them on everybody, but uh, I think it's great. Now, let's look at part two, dealing with setbacks. When you have a massive setback, how do you deal with that? You know, I try and step back from it and try and be more objective. Your ability to detach emotionally from big, big things is, is a superpower. It's true though, isn't it? We can all train our minds to start noticing when emotions are running high. We either control our emotions or they control us, right? And I've heard a lot of people say meditation has massively helped them with that. But either way, Bill Gates seems to be able to force himself to be more logical and analytical and detach from the emotions of the situation, which is something we could all benefit from trying to practice more. When there's something that doesn't go well, he tries to learn why didn't that go well? And I think the more you practice doing this, the more natural it becomes, but of course there are different methods that work best for different people. 
I watch him sometimes do his best thinking when he's walking. In our family space at home, there's a place I will sit down, and if he's working on something, he will pace back and forth. It helps him somehow organize his brain. But the fundamental, unglamorous reason for much of Bill Gates' success can be summed up in this next clip. When confronted with something really difficult, he always gives the same answer. Work harder. Which brings us to part three, work ethic. It's said in the docuseries that Gates believed from an early age that he would do extraordinary things and was fascinated by successful people in Forbes magazine, which I guess now that's the equivalent of us watching videos like this on YouTube. But let's talk about how Gates turned that determination to be successful into a reality, because of course, you won't be surprised to hear Bill Gates had an incredible work ethic when it came to building Microsoft but he really did go to extreme lengths to maximize the amount of work he could do. I would buy a bottle of Tang, which is a orange sugary drink that they took to the moon, that, you know, I instead of going to meals, I would just pour orange Tang in my hand and, and lick it off my hand as I was working on things. In fact, Gates normally skipped breakfast entirely, although that's a trait I've actually seen from a lot of top performers who use intermittent fasting. And although when you first start doing it, you're hungry, your body quickly adapts and there are quite a few potential health benefits. Having said all that, I'm pretty sure Gates was just skipping breakfast to save time so he could work more on his business. Because after all, it's not just about having a great idea, it's about the execution, that's what counts. And as Steve Jobs would tell you if he was here right now, a lot of what Bill's done in his life wasn't a brand new idea, at least not in terms of pure innovation. But what Bill did have was the initiative to make things happen and make things successful. And something I didn't realize about Bill was that he had a similar streak to Jobs when it came to pushing others to work harder as well. For a lot of people, it wasn't an ideal place to work. We were pretty frantic and demanding. If uh, you said it would take a week to do something, I can do that in a day. Why aren't you working as much as I am? However, constantly working can limit other opportunities. So I think there's a balance to be found. For example. In 1991, when Bill's mother said he should meet Warren Buffett, the world's most successful stock trader, Bill told her he was too busy. His mother insisted. Gates and Buffett ended up becoming lifelong friends, and Warren even gave half of his entire fortune to Bill and Melinda's foundation. So obviously we all know how that becoming fanatical about your business or idea is important to scale things rapidly, but my point is, I don't think you necessarily have to take things to the extreme level Bill Gates did, where he was quoted as saying things like, sleep wasn't important if he was working on code. In fact, I think this next clip sums it up best. Each one of us has to start out with developing his or her own definition of success. And when we have these specific expectations of ourselves, we're more likely to live up to them. So there's a quick roundup of lessons from the docu-series, and it is an interesting watch because for some reason, at least for me personally, I'd always viewed Gates as slightly one-dimensional because I didn't know much of his backstory. So seeing some other perspectives on him, how some people thought he was the devil, it's interesting to see. But right now, if you want more lessons from some of the world's top performers, make sure you're subscribed to this channel and go check out one of these videos on either the life story of Elon Musk awesome timeless lessons from Steve Jobs. Thanks for watching. I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.